Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be discussing what many consider to be the worst movie of all time, The Room, as well as playing a game. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? I am doing good, man. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I know you're rather upset because you just had to watch um, that movie. <laughs> so I was a little concerned about um, how you would say you'd be doing. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I was doing great, you know. And then you called me. And I was like, what's up? And then we had a conversation. And um, the conversation, unfortunately, went south because you told me that you wanted to review The Room. And I'm not going to lie to you, I almost cried. So I I, I watched The Room. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm glad that I saw it, but at the same time, it pains me that I saw it. Yeah, it it'll it'll I mean it it makes sense we have I mean I think I think it made sense for us to be talking about this movie because the disaster artist is coming out this coming weekend at least going wide or this weekend. So people other than Miles in California will be able to see this movie or see the disaster artist and the disaster artist if you do not know is about the making of this movie that we're going to talk about today The Room which as I said at the top is widely considered by many, or widely considered, I guess that's redundant, to be one of, if not the worst movies ever made. And it, I had never seen it before until yesterday. Ozzy, you just watched it today. And do you think it lives up to its, I guess, I don't want to say hype, but I mean, its hype as the worst movie ever, or one of? Oh, yeah, dude, it's definitely up there. Definitely <laughs> up there. I mean, I can't even... Like, I, and the th- funny thing is, like, you actually brought it up to me. Like, you've been bringing it up to me, like, for the past, like, two years, actually. Like, The Room. Because mm-hmm. I still haven't seen a room. Um, For those of you guys who, who are just hearing this episode now, yeah, I lied a while ago. <laughs> but, um... Ozzy is yeah, talking about the difference between The yeah. Room and Room, and which room. is the Brie Larson C. Carlos, Academy C. Award movie. It's, yeah, it's, it's a difference with the... <laughs> Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so we would kept saying... Like, I would keep saying The Room, but he'd be like, dude, don't, no. It's like, it's like the worst movie of all time. And it's like, oh. And it's funny how there's, like, a movie about it and then how we had to watch it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's been funny because this, this, this movie has been brought up to me in, in multiple times, so it's kind of funny now that I know what we're talking about yeah i've seen it and a lot of the quotes i mean i that's the thing like with this movie is even if you haven't seen the movie chances are you've seen a lot of the more famous moments in the movie um like uh i did not hit her i did not oh hi mark and um what's what's another one you're tearing me apart like you've heard all of these things before even if you hadn't seen the movie so 
uh, it's weird to experience a lot of these moments more in context um but they in a way it makes it like worse so all right well we're just going to talk about this movie and if just so you guys know, we're going to just spoil the crap out of this movie because, I mean, who cares? So, if you really, really don't want to know anything about The Room, then um, go watch it, I guess? If you Basically, I think the best way to watch this movie, and this is something that has been repeated a lot, but I think it's very true, the best way to watch this movie is with other people. And that's something I wanted to ask you, Ozzy. Did you watch this by yourself, or did you watch it like with Dennis or something? I watched it by myself. Ooh, uh... Yeah, I think you, I fell asleep last night watching yeah. it. So like, I was one I, one I was very tired, but <clears> I mean it didn't matter that the movie was bad. <laughs> so I I fell asleep during like I think I was I was, I hit the 16 minute mark and then I woke up and I was like I was dreading to actually watch it this morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh jeez. All right. Well, the best way to watch this movie I think is with other people cuz you can kind of just like yell at the screen and say what the frick is happening. Um but yeah, again, we're gonna spoil this movie, so uh, you've been warned. Uh, all right, well, <laughs> this movie. What is there to say? I think the biggest takeaway is I weren't, I was not expecting there to be so many awkward sex scenes. That's the first thing that co- pops into my head with this movie is they are just very long, very very strange, and they're so terribly blocked. Even like you can't. Like, it, I, this is something they even make fun of, fun of in the Disaster Artist trailer, is he's basically having sex with her, like, belly button. Like, she's not even aiming properly. <laughs> it's so weird. And the moaning is completely ADR'd, and the ADR in this movie is something that we definitely have to talk about. There is another famous scene that is <laughs> very ADR'd. Um, and... Oh, man. They're just so weird. And there's one of them... I... I I think there's like four, but really I would say there's about three and a half sex scenes in this movie because one of them basically uses the same footage as the first one. (laughs) It's really just the same scene. They just played it over again. Um, And it's really, really strange. I I don't know. That, that That was the biggest takeaway I had was just, what the heck? Why am I watching these? So, yeah, what, what, what was your biggest takeaway, Ozzy? Dude, I I wanted to cry, man. Um, it really was not good, uh, especially the sex scenes, especially the ones with Greg Sestero. With Sestero, um, yeah. Greg Sestero, yeah, yeah, Greg Sestero. Look, Tommy, Tommy was like another story, but he was at least decent, and that's really wrong for me to say. But I was like, hey, I mean, at least it wasn't that bad. Greg Sestero, man, Jesus, man, I was like, ah. I don't like watching any of your guys' sex scenes, but yours painfully destroys me every time. The Lisa, played by Juliet Danielle, mm-hmm. God, horrible. Oh my gosh, yeah. Played a horrible person, and she gave a horrible performance. And I did not like her mother one bit. Oh, yeah, and she's I mean, the mom. I, I think the mom might give like the. I don't know. It's hard to say the best performance in the movie uh, because they're all awful, but she might have given the least bad. But I think they're the I I, I do. It's kind of predictable, but also uh, not in a bad way. Predictable that you would point out the acting first, just because that's kind of what you think of first. Um, 
and you are very right. The acting in this movie is awful. Greg Sestero is just absolutely terrible, and um, it is hilarious to me that Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero met in an acting class. It's like, were they even paying attention? Jeez, um, it was bad. And Lisa, the, the girl who played Lisa, I don't remember her name. I don't know if you have it up. Um, but she... The girl who played Lisa? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Julia Danielle. Yeah. She, at first I was like, you know, she's not awful, but she gets worse as the, the more she's asked to do as an actress, the le- the worse it gets. She is terrible. Uh, it's, it's really bad. And the kid who played Denny, jeez, and that was really weird. The movie starts off really weird because like he, he randomly, like they go up to have Tommy Wiseau and, um, again, the girl who plays Lisa, Tom, or Johnny and Lisa go up to have sex and, Denny like goes up and asks if he can if he can watch and it's just like what the frick is happening he's like a kid and he's like uh three's a crowd and then he does that awkward Tommy Wiseau laugh and it's just like oh my gosh it's just jeez <laughs> dude it was it was a bad movie I I mean I don't even know yeah I get like like I mean even the editing in this movie was something old <laughs> I mean uh, just just them switching in between scenes, and like I was, I, it even left me confused for a few seconds because they'd be like, they, for instance, like they'd say something outrageous. They'd be like, okay, but I don't want to, like I don't want to be with him, and then like something would happen, and they'd be like, yeah, but he's such like the same person. He's such an amazing guy, and he should not be hurt at all. But I don't care mm-hmm. about if he gets hurt. The script was bad. The editing was bad. The costumes were bad. The hair was bad. Everything about this was bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, you're right. I mean, the character motivation thing, absolutely no sense. And it's, again, Tommy Uzo wrote the script. He did everything for this movie. Bought the cameras. He did not rent the cameras. He bought the cameras. He built sets, like, for no reason. They spent so much money on this movie, and nobody knows where he got it from, uh, which is why there's so many, so many theories about Tommy Wiseau. Um, But it's just, he was so obsessed with making, and this is something that I think we're going to get from the disaster artist, like, he was so obsessed with like going through the process of making a movie that he didn't like think to make it good. Uh, and even like the B and this is something that gets made fun of a lot. It's the B roll that they use of San Francisco over and over. And oh, it's the same footage over and over again. Like just that footage of the gold game bridge over and over again. And it's just like, what is happening? And then the music, it, not only in the sex scenes, the music in the sex scenes is hilarious. Uh, it makes the scenes even weirder. But just throughout the movie, and you're right in the editing, because I it's hard to follow exactly what's happening. And it's, number one, the story's just kind of boring, if we're being honest. But number two, it's like, there's one point where they're, they keep talking about Johnny and Lisa's wedding, right? Like, they're going to get married. And at one point, I was like, okay, so they're going to the wedding because they're all dressed up in tuxes. They go out and randomly, like, play football for no reason in a scene that is purposeless in the movie. And there's a lot of purposeless scenes in the movie. Um, but he, they, it's, apparently it wasn't their wedding. We never get any information about what just happened, like, why, were, why they were in tuxes. It's just, like, it's impossible to understand, like, the timeline of this movie. They were, wedding, they were for wedding photos. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Okay. But even that, it's just like, I, I don't know. It's so weird. The whole thing. And, but even why would there be, why would there be wedding photos weeks before the, I don't know. It was weird. Um, I have no idea. Exactly. The whole (laughs) thing was just strange and it's an experience watching it. It really is. Like I was just like, my mind was just like melting on like, what is happening? I don't understand how this was something that somebody said, that's good. Let's release this. (laughs) Hey, I mean, it happens every year. I mean, but not to this extent, <laughs> no, you know. Really, really though. I yes, really. I I know you like tend to be very when a movie is bad, you like tend to say it's really, really. But there's I don't think there's any, but anything in recent years that reaches something like this is level. I think it's fantastic. That is ridiculous. I, yeah, it is. I, it is not ridiculous. <laughs> I think fantastic is one of recent years. We we need to watch that movie again, and I really I'm not watching it again. I'm not watching it again. No, hell no, I am not watching it. All right, well, I, I don't want this to turn into a fan four stick <laughs> argument. Um, no, no, no. but 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 this is this is a good worst movie in the last what fifteen close to twenty years. Yeah, I mean it's it's really bad, but I do respect them though for really putting in the work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I really think that's what we're gonna get out of the disaster artist too. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I mean, the funny, funny enough, I I cared for Johnny. <laughs> it's weird. I was like, yeah, he's a nice guy. Stupid. Yeah, he's like, he's a nice guy. <laughs> like I, that's like one positive is like he made me care for Johnny. <laughs> well, his character is very well established as a um, hopeless romantic almost. But my problem with the relationship and the central relationship of the movie is uh, there's no real reason for anything like i don't i never got in the first couple scenes where johnny and lisa are together you never really get the sense that there's anything wrong everything seems completely fine and then all of a sudden she randomly says like i'm i don't love him to her mom and it's just like where did that come from we don't get any hint of that and then even in the next scene after that when they're together again she just acts the same towards him it doesn't make any sense and then the character of or the greg greg sestero's character he just he randomly just turns like really cruel to to johnny for no reason i mean i get that it was because of the girl but again the characters are so poorly written and obviously the performances don't help and then you know this movie's just it's i i do think it lives up to the hype if that's the question i do think it lives up to the hype as one of the worst movies ever but it's also got i think what what do you think all right i guess i want to ask you what do you think has made this movie had such a cult following there are screenings of this movie in los angeles and all over all of the time people go and watch this movie they throw plastic spoons at it like that that's just people love watching this movie why do you think that is uh probably just because of how bad it is and it's but i mean at the same time it's also respect for somebody who wanted to go out and do it yeah it's like one of the worst films of all time but i mean he he got the funding to do it somehow <laughs> somehow <laughs> <laughs> uh but okay i don't know what else i don't know what else of a 
I don't know why it has such a large following, but I mean, that's my guess. No, but that's the thing. Like, like you said, I disagree about that specific movie, about Fan Stick. But there are other movies that people consider to be awful that have came out in recent years. But none of them have gotten the kind of following that this has. So that's the weird thing to me is what about this movie in particular has made people gravitate towards it? And I my theory is it's, say it's, the, it's the sex scenes. I, I don't think it is because honestly, that's not the first thing I'd heard about. I, I didn't know that there were so many sex scenes in this movie. I really didn't. That's not what I hear about it. It's those moments. And I think that's what it is, in my opinion. It's number one, the mystery of Tommy Wiseau. A lot of people, I, I think he's been famously described as a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Like, Tommy Wiseau is a very, very interesting figure as just a person. He's a very strange man. Just the way he looks, the way he talks. What What is it about this? Like, there's something weird off about him, right? And I think that helps with, to that's helped to make this movie what it is. But then also, it's the moments in the movie. There are a lot of lines that, like I said, even if you haven't seen this movie, you've heard those lines, you know? So I think it's the hilariously bad moments that have given this movie life. But then at the same time, I, I, it's strange because even if it is the moments, I think people kind of remember those spe specific things and then forget that the rest of the movie, yes, it's bad, but a lot of it's just boring. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'm not, I know our former writer, Brianna, she is obsessed with this movie. She loves it. It's, she loves watching it. She's one of those people who just loves watching this movie. She's read the book The Disaster Artist is based on. Um, and I, I'm not, I definitely, after watching it, I am not that. I, I don't, like, I'm not going to watch this movie again. I'm happy I watched it just so I can, like, recognize more of what people are talking about. But I'm not someone who's going to go to a, a screening of this movie, you know? Yeah, I mean, either. I mean, it's just, it's just a bad, sorry. My <laughs> freaking thing came on. But, yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, just because I, I'm interested in the person who's going to watch his, his worst movie. Like, you don't see me watching Alice in Wonderland. You just don't. And that's one of Johnny Depp's worst films, if we're going to be honest. I mean, I just don't watch... Johnny Depp's, like, like, is like he's, he is my favorite actor, but again, you won't you won't catch me seeing, like, his worst movies just because it's Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go to a screening of it. I think that's you know? different, though, but yeah. I get what you're saying. And I'm not gonna keep I'm not gonna keep rewatching it, you know? I'm gonna go see it, obviously. So then you don't you think know? you don't think it has anything to do with Tommy Wiseau? I mean that's what I'm I mean it could be. I, I mean he know. is an interesting character, but I mean I for me as just me personally, I, I me personally I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Like it's just me. Like I don't understand the cult following behind it, but I mean that's just me. Like I think it's yeah, but there's it's no, a bad movie. There's no weird fan theories about Johnny Depp that I know. I mean, I'm sure there are, but I'm telling no, you, you I'm need just, to go no, online, and read just, some no, of these I'm crazy just, things. No, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I know. If I'm, if I'm just, if I'm just, because I don't really know much about him. But I mean, when it comes to me, like when it comes to being like a fan of somebody, I'm not gonna go ahead and like continuously rewatch like some of his worst work. Mm -hmm. This is not what I'm. Fair enough. All right. Uh, well, I think we're done talking about this movie. <laughs> um, do you, we don't even. We're not going to rate it or anything. There's no point. Um, it's 
I mean, it's famous for a reason. And if you haven't seen it yet, you know, maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. It's up to you. If you, I think if you, you can get, I think, I think, I think, if you're into film, you need to watch this movie. <clears throat> yeah, you you should watch the highs of the of the industry and the lows of the industry. You know. Yeah. You know, just like Van Forstick. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Well, we're we're gonna discuss <laughs> that movie another day. Um. But yeah. I said at the top we're gonna play a game, and this is gonna be a shorter episode, and it is what it is. And I know this episode is late. We should have addressed that at the top. Sorry about that. It just life happens. Um, and excuse me, I am sick. You've been um, sick for like three weeks now. Uh, yeah, I got whatever my sister has apparently. So, but anyway, um, we're, the game we're going to be playing is something that I did on my social medias uh, a couple days ago. I, I may, might have done it on like Sunday or Monday or something like that. And it's something that I'm going to present to Ozzy and see what he comes up with. And the game is you need to come up with a movie that, and I, I mentioned this to Ozzy before, so he has a little bit of time to think about it, but you need to come up with a movie that starts with every letter of your name. And it has I to be like one of your favorites. Yes, a favorite movie of every letter of your name. So... Uh, I, I will go through mine as we, or you want me to just run off mine actually, since I mean, our names aren't the same length, so it wouldn't like match up. I'll just run off mine. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, I like most people and Ozzy, when I mentioned this to him did not want to do this. So be, keep that in mind. Um, I just ignored the does. So, and, and if a movie is the blank, I would just go with the blank, okay? But Ozzy did not want to do that, so, hey, to each his own. So, he made it harder for himself, but that's okay. It's a little more challenging. All right, but the, my name is C starts, so it's The Conjuring. That's the only the I used, actually. It's The Conjuring. Alien for the A. Rear Window for the R. Uh, in my opinion, the best Alfred Hitchcock movie. Uh, Looper, one of my favorite sci-fi movies, On the Waterfront, which is a great Brando movie. Sing Straight, obviously, if you know me, you you knew I was going to put it on there. Catch Me If You Can for The Other Sea, one of my favorite underrated Spielberg movies. Uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the best Harry Potter movie, in my opinion at least. Inception, because, you know, Inception's awesome. Rocky, the best Rocky movie. Inside Out, because, you know, Pixar is amazing. Batman 1989. Now, I could have gone with Batman Begins here, but I ended up going with 89 because I want to push back against this idea that Batman 89 is dated and does not hold up. That's ridiculous, and one day I'm going to disprove you all. So this is me rebelling against people who are saying that that movie doesn't hold up. And then Only the Brave, because O is really hard. (laughs) And, I mean, it's a recent movie that I actually really enjoyed. Goodfellas, because, again, if you know me, Goodfellas. And Arrival, because, man, that movie is mind-blowing. And I don't care how recent it is, it is that good. So, Ozzy, you have had a little bit now to come up with your name. So, what did you come up with, Ozzy? Alright, well, for, for for you guys out there who don't know my real name, my real name is Osmond, and that's what I stuck with because I was not going to be putting Zoolander or Zootopia or or any Y. That would have I would have been I would have been doing that for weeks. Um, just the Z Z Y and Ozzy, it would have been crazy. Yeah, I tried to get Enrique so to do I, it, and he had to do a Q, and he was like, I can't. 
<laughs> Qs are very rare. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm using my my first real name, Osman, and my last name, Castro. So for the O, and the, I put I put re, like basically really recent films. Um, for the O, I put Only the Brave. Why not? It was a great film, one of my favorites of the year. For S, Sing Street. For M, Manchester by the Sea. Of course. For A, Arrival. You're going to laugh at this one, Carlos. I don't know if you even remember this from film, but N for Nacho Libre. <laughs> Why? I, I mean, I know there's people that love that movie, so I mean, fair enough. Did I love that movie. Um, C for Captain Fantastic. A for Avengers. S for Star Trek Into Darkness. T for Thor Ragnarok. R for Rush Hour. And then O for Oblivion. Man, there are some that I definitely would never have anywhere near mine. But, hey, we're different people, so that's cool. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I think Natural Libre is great. Libre is great. Hey, I absolutely love I know, that movie. I know. There's people, I know someone who is obsessed with that movie and watches it nonstop. So, yeah. It's funny, man. It's just a funny movie. Great. Oh, I think... I mean, O is hard, so I don't blame you, but Oblivion is... That one doesn't stand out to me at all. Um, but again, O is I, very I difficult. Didn't, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I just... I don't understand. I mean, people were bored. I wasn't bored. I was invested. I was like, damn. I was trying to figure out, like, who... Like, where his wife is and, like, where he's at. Like, clearly... Like, it's, like this feels weird. It's too perfect. I don't know. I was I was into it. I was totally into it. Yeah, movie. your list is oh. definitely more recent than mine. Uh, but again, that's just our different personalities. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, I'm trying to think. What else is there here? Yeah. I mean, what did you think of my list? I guess that's the question I gave you. What I kind of thought of yours. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was pretty good, pretty decent. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have added. Uh, send me your list so that I have it. I'll send you mine so that we can at least okay. look at each other's. Wait, I think I already have yours. Let me see if I have yeah, yours. Yeah, I've sent, I've sent you mine. Let me go. Let me go. I'm on the text messages here. <laughs> um, text messages here. And um, we text a lot. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I wouldn't agree with... Mm. Well, what do you think of the Batman pick? Because I, I, I've been hearing that so much recently that Batman 1989 doesn't hold up. It's not that good. Uh, all this different stuff, and I push back against that so much. That movie holds up to me a lot. I really enjoy Batman, um, the Michael Keaton one. Yeah, I mean he's, I mean he did a pretty good job. I mean I, th I think the problem is you know now is which makes it hard for people to still appreciate for like you know classics. And stuff like that is, you know, we have we have better we have better cameras, we have better looking, you know, equipment, better mm -hmm. technology. Which, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be hard for like you know these former Batman movies to particularly catch, you know, be good. Um, I personally really liked it, the nineteen eighty nine version. I think Jack Nicholson played a exactly played a yeah. great Joker. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, it was. It was good, and I think this, and people will say that the 1989 version 
of Batman really set up the kind of like the dark cinematic Batman. And I agree. Um, it, 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 it was its, it was its first step into becoming the, the Dark Knight as we know and we, and we like today, which is why we got, kind of got Ben Affleck um, as, as Dark Knight. I mean, look, I, I, like, I like the 1989 version. I don't blame you for putting it on there. There's just a weird... There's like a cult, basically, that hates the 1989 version of Batman. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why. Yeah. Kind of like Avatar. We were talking about Avatar oh, the other day. That's yeah. the same thing. I, I wanted. I thought about putting Avatar on my list so bad, just to spite the people who crap on that movie and like it's not even good. And it's like, yeah, it you probably went to good. see it like three times in the theaters, and you're now you're saying it's not good because it's cool to say that. But okay. But anyway. Avatar's a great movie. Look, does it have the cultural re- uh, resonance that other sci-fi movies have had? No, it doesn't. You probably a lot. If you ask a random person on the street, most people wouldn't be able to tell you the title character's name because it hasn't resonated with our culture as much. But that doesn't mean the movie is bad. And just because the movie follows a certain plot structure again doesn't mean it's bad. Which is uh, goes into my argument about certain other movies and why that just because they do similar things to others does not mean they're bad. But anyway, yeah, I mean you can argue that you didn't find the story compelling. Sure, but it doesn't make the movie bad. The story was just, just boring. Um, Which I disagree that the story was boring. I think uh, when a lot of people argue that, it's more they're they're just saying, oh, it's basically Pocahontas. It's basically Dances with Wolves. And it's like, okay, I don't care. If the story itself is fine, then who cares? Like, I don't care if it's copying another story. I don't care. But anyway. Um, like, I mean, for me, it's all about originality as well. And I, I do like the fact that James. I, don't, I like how this came, kind of came into like an Avatar discussion. I know, right? But um, I mean, look, I mean, I mean, the mythology that he set behind it, behind all the, behind them, um, was I thought it was great. I thought yeah, that was the backdrop and, is and fascinating. The world, the world there yeah, is very exactly. interesting. Um, I want to know what's going on about Earth, like on Earth. You know, I want to learn more about what's going on over there too. I mean, it was there was just a lot of backstory there mm-hmm. that I found really interesting in the history of of like this universe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I do think people overhyped it to the fact to the point where like you know we had people dressing up like avatars. Remember that? Yeah, that in really- that year. Nobody does it anymore, which again goes like to the that. fact that it's not culturally relevant anymore. But and I get that. I get that argument, and I'm not saying that it's one of the most iconic sci-fi movies ever. It's not. I'm just saying it's not a bad I think movie. It is. I think it's one of the most iconic sci- sci-fi movies of all time. I mean, it, it just because of. First of all, just because of the the work that James Cameron really put in, and it's it's one of the most I, it's one of the most visual, important. It's one of the most visually one of the best visually movies I've ever seen with the mm-hmm. amounts of CGI and everything. Agreed. Visually, it, it's one of the best of all time. Yeah, like you, you can't like I mean, Arrival's my favorite sci-fi movie of all time, but I mean. When it comes to like visually, I think Avatar is mm-hmm. one of the, if not the best, visual visually sci-fi movies of all time. It just mm-hmm. it just is. It okay. earns that reputation. What letter did you find the most difficult? Definitely O. Yeah, O is so difficult, and I had two O's, <laughs> as, as did you. Correct? I had two O's too. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, I was man. pissed. I was like, my name had to just end and start with an O. You, mom, dad, <laughs> the hell, man. Oh my god! Um, yeah, it was it was tough, you know, because I was like, uh, duh, only the brave was gonna be on there, and then the second one, I was like, ah, crap. Yeah, for me, it was like, 
I mean, I knew On the Waterfront was going to be on there because, again, Brando, it's one of his best performances and he's one of the best actors of all time. But it was like, oh, man, what do I go after that? And I landed on Only the Brave. And it's like a movie that came out a couple months ago is what I'm going to put on this list. And I, I was just like, there's not really much options. Uh, now, again, I posted this list a while ago. If I could change my list... I might put the other guys on there. If, we, Of course, for me, because I don't care about the the. For you, obviously, different. But for me, I would definitely put the other guys on there in place of only the brave. But, uh, yeah, the O was so difficult. Another one I found difficult was C, personally. C? Yeah. I landed Why? on The Conjuring and Catch Me If You Can. I just, but I was like, catch me if you can. I really like that movie, and I do believe that it is one of the most underrated Spielberg movies. But yeah, but I mean, you could you could have put you could have put like Captain America: Civil War. Or, I thought about that one too. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, it's just there was nothing that really was like I definitely want to put this on there. Um, and C's I'm not as confident about i mean the conjuring is one of my favorite modern horror movies but it's not like my favorite horror movie or anything yeah for me it was i i had i was either gonna put captain america like one of like between two or three or but then the captain fantastic just kind of something i was like i'm putting captain fantastic yeah all right well this I, I i really i had fun doing this making this list and hopefully ozzy did as well um but yeah so if you want to do this i have actually the picture that started this this was a thing going around on twitter the other day so you can f go to my twitter at cherry456 to find that picture and uh retweet or quote tweet it or whatever with your list because we would love to see what you guys come up with right ozzy yeah yes and i'm also going to tweet this out um as well i'm going to tweet my list out as well so that you guys can take a better look at it awesome uh, all right. Well, we're again. We're this is going to be a shorter episode. I don't know. I mean, do you want to do? Okay, we're obviously we're still going to do recommendations. But one thing I do want to ask: Are you caught up with The Walking Dead? Because you haven't been doing no, reviews for I, that. I have not caught up yet. Okay, I've just been super duper busy. But are you caught up? Uh, yes, actually, that's. I had some time last night, so I was like, all right, I guess I'll keep up with The Walking Dead. Um, because I didn't know what we were going to end up talking about today. So it's like, all right, well, maybe you can talk about The Walking Dead. But you're not caught up, so we will avoid that discussion for now. And maybe, is there going to be a mid-season break or something for the show? Yes, there is. Okay, so we can talk about it when we get to that point there. All right, well, do you want to do recommendations then? Uh, yeah, man, as usual, you go first. <laughs> Um, all right, my recommendation. I've got a couple of recommendations and one kind of public service announcement. All right, so first of all, a lot of my recommendations, uh, two of my my two recommendations have to do with Twitter. Uh, number one, Wendy's Twitter feed. Go to Wendy's Twitter feed. Number one, they're always really good on social media. They're pretty funny. Like they tweet at other fast food chains and things like that, and it's really funny. But number two, yesterday, and uh, I believe I sent this to somebody. I think I tweeted it out, actually. Uh, I tweeted out screenshots of it. Wendy's was, people were asking them about different movies, like what their favorite movie of the year was. And Wendy's was replying to them with like movie reviews. <laughs> Like they were replying and they were like, what's your favorite movies uh, so far? 
and so and they were like Lady Bird was great but I also liked Get Out and this and this and this and they were tweeting out all these movies and then people would ask them like oh uh why did you like this movie and then they would go in and like they were tweeting like their reasons for liking the movie and this is Wendy's official Twitter handle <laughs> and somebody was like uh, Wendy's, are you going to turn into an, a, a movie review Twitter feed? And they're like, hold the, and they tweeted, hold on, I'm going to ask the people in charge. Yeah, we got to know for that. <laughs> and it was just, it was hilarious. And A24 ended up tweeting at Wendy's and saying, well, what about uh, Ladybird? did you like? And uh, Wendy's tweeted, oh my gosh, this is happening so fast. Um, well, we liked it for this reason. They gave this, de- there's really nice review of Ladybird. <laughs> it was really, really random, but hilarious. So, Wendy's Twitter feed, if you're not, or if you've never visited their Twitter page, you really should because it's good stuff. Um, and then that's really random, but it was hilarious to me. And number two is another Twitter handle, and that is, um, I don't know what the actual handle is, but it's called Film Clickbait. So basically, what they do, and it's a really, really cool thing that they do, uh, they'll basically go and they follow every social or every movie news outlet so they'll follow like the screen rants the colliders the entertainment weeklies the varieties all these different things right and they will take every headline that they tweet out read the actual article and then retweet that their article but with a corrected headline so if they say like something like ryan johnson claims that the next episode or that the start new star wars trilogy will not be um the will not take place in the old republic they'll tweet it out and they'll say well no he didn't actually say that but he said this and and they'll basically tweet out a corrected headline they'll call out people for posting clickbait and it is actually really nice because it's clickbait in this industry in particular has become a big issue where people will take something people uh, directors and things people say out of context and just use it to get clicks onto their website. And I'm very happy that a lot of these um, directors now even are starting to call out um, and um, actresses and things like that. Actors are starting to call out these websites for misquoting them or for saying different things like that. So um, that's film clickbait is a great tool for that. Patty Jenkins actually um, replied to an article saying, <coughs> excuse me, um, saying that that's actually not what I said, but this is what I meant and correcting them. So, uh, yeah. What do you got, Ozzy? Um, you guys are, you're going to be like, what? But, uh, I think my recommendation is, and I can't believe the words are coming out of my mouth. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Um, if you guys want to get on this uh, on this hype wagon, because Star Wars is coming out, the new one's coming out uh, in the next coming, I think in like what next week? Yeah, next week. Mm-hmm. You guys definitely want to see the first uh, the this one, or if you guys haven't, or if you guys like you know haven't really seen Star Wars, and if you guys really want to get into it, um, my thing is. I'll say watch it. I mean, it's 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 a pretty good series, pretty good, pretty good universe. So yeah, get into it, man. All right. <laughs> I can't believe that the words came out of my mouth. That was a laid back um, recommendation. All right, I like it. Yeah, yeah, man. 
Because I feel like I feel like there's people that are interested. That's like, yeah, but I'm just like, just watch it. Just watch it. It's not that bad. Want to talk about a culturally relevant sci-fi franchise or whatever, whatever genre you want to call it? Um, that is definitely the pinnacle. So, definitely All right, Ozzy, over. as I die, do you want to sign us out? <laughs> yeah, man. Where can people find you on social media? Twitter and Instagram at Cherry Four Five Six, and I'm not going to do my usual thing because I am dying. Dang. Okay. All right, you guys can find me on Twitter at Castor Ozzy. Also, if you guys want to. Um, you know, really check out the website, do that. We also have some room reviews there. Um, and we talk about some pretty fun stuff on there. Also check out the YouTube channel. I know Jesse's going to post up some star Wars content soon, and we are probably going to do something. going to have a little surprise on there for you, but all right, guys, guys, we hope you had a great time. We also hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, like I just said, check out the website, check out YouTube. This is Screen Fellas.